I'll come back. 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 A drinky poo. Good. I I have a gallon of drinky poo. Oh shit! We're gonna have a good time. I am fucking ready. Oh, I have not seen this live yet. I gotta turn off the fan. Why is this not live yet? Oh, speaking of fans, can you guys hear mine? Yes. I can hear I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it all the way down. Huh, I think Okay, we're we're in we're in commercial land, but we are much better. Okay, fan is off. Well, sort of off. It's on the far end of the room. What kind of commercial are we getting? Uh Rocket Man. Rocket Man? Yeah. The movie. The mo- the mo- oh, okay, I was about to say the song or the movie or the one. Milk! Milk! They knew you were gay! What do you mean they knew I was gay? They knew you were gay, and so they put gay ads on your show! But the movie's not gay. I want the gay song. But, but then Milk would have to marry someone, have a kid, and then fuck a dude. So. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. E-gads. Isn't that, isn't that the plot of Brokeback Mountain? No. Anyway, I think we this, are in the live time. We're gonna, so we're gonna jump into this. Broke bareback mountain. Uh, oh Mr. my Mr. god. Mr. Farmershy, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Excellent. Five, four, three, two, cut here. But oh, fucking Hello! And welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartender show this evening are not pencil. Enigmatic Otaku. <laughs> Flame and Orpher. Milk wants to pull an Elton John. Nope. I am nope. Elton John. <laughs> Ravage. Huh? What? I wasn't paying attention. And I'm paradiddling myself. This week! Oh my god! I'm so ready! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Bring me down! down! I know it's another drummer! I know, and I know you're like I'm one of those dogs who's like another dog! Nintendo 64! I... That's the speed of lightning. I... It's time to come, like, clean. Well, not nothing about coming is clean. But anyway, um... I'm, I'm so excited to have another musician this week on the cast. We have one of the paragons, the pillars of the fandom when it comes to drumming. And I am so excited to geek with this polite gentleman who also has good taste in tone, drummer shy. Hello. Needs more cowbell. My body is so fucking ready. But before we jump in too quickly, for those who have never tuned in before, hello and welcome to the Barcast, where you can tune in on previous episodes on places like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and other places where you digest your podcast-related material. Be sure to check out there for previous episodes, such as John Lancey, Andrea Lindman, Bill Newton, and many other fandom celebrities. We are streaming live on Twitch right now, so lovely and on pencil is watching questions from the chat. Pencil, what are questions we don't ask our guests? We are not going to be discussing politics, religion, long-winded philosophy, the actual contact information of our guest or any major fandom drama this time around. So you guys should know that by now. If you don't, now you know it. Welcome to the welcome to the chat. Ask your questions. Be gross. 
Our guest is comfy with the rated R stuff. Yes, other other guy. I absolutely will ask that. And uh, come at it. And we also have a drinking word. In fact, we have two this time. What are our drinking words, Priest? This week, we have drinking words for both song and record. So if you hear the word song or record, please be sure to take a nice, healthy, responsible drink at home. Holy shit, please drink responsibly. We don't want to send someone to the hospital. Again, I'm going to be as pointed as a F uh, sure SM57 here. Please do not drink yourself into badness. But without further ado, holy shit, drummer shy. I'm so fucking ready for this. Oh my god. Hell yeah, oh. let's go. Let, let's let, before we throw you to the wolves, let's do some introductory questions for those who might not have heard of you or just tuning in for the first time. Um, who are you and what do you do in the fandom? Okay, so basically what I do is I do drumming and I do other songs for the fandom, mostly progressive rock, metal, mostly in the uh, My Little Pony area, majority of it. Um, my mission for the fandom is to bring out the best quality drum sounds and make it more of like a atmospheric stuff when they heard like old stuff back in the day before the fandom, like like modern songs that they heard and try to put it into like a real life perspective into the fandom and make people like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's basically what I do is like I'm a brony musician and I do drumming and I was a part of uh, Brony Palooza two times on the main stage, one for Cyril and one for the uh, super band last year. And it's pretty cool. Um and that's what I've been mostly been known for is the guy in Brony Palooza. And some some people would say <laughs> the joke around my couple friends were like, did you know Drummer Shy played with Cyril the Wolf? And I'm like, that's like an ongoing joke with on my friends, especially a couple close ones. But yeah, I I played around at conventions. I was planning on doing like a small tour or whatever around other pony conventions since BronyCon ended, but of course, crazy crap happened, and mm -hmm. now I'm stuck at home doing online stuff. So basically, I'm your supporting musician, or whatever you want to call it. But, I mean, you say supporting musician, but, I mean, drums are such a core aspect of when it comes to music. I mean, you, when you look at, I mean, I'm just going to just, like, I'm dropping the pretenses now. Like, when you look at drummers like Neil Perter, Mike Portnoy, where, like, so much of, like, the music that they play is so centered around drumming being important and integral to it. Uh, isn't that kind of selling yourself short just to call yourself a supporting musician? Well, somewhat, but I, you know, Mike Portnoy and Neil Pear are my heroes, but I think what the Brony fandom has really grasped on, and even to some, is like, oh, the, you know, these drummers actually, you know, inspired him to play, and you know, that, that was kind of like my mission, taking the heroes that I loved and then putting them into Brony music and actually making it much more good, one, sound quality-wise, and two, you know, rhythmic and more of a listenable song to listen to, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I, I almost feel like the supporting musician is like kind of, I, I wouldn't say it's like a downgrade, but it's more of a... The supporting musician is important for when playing other conventions. Uh, other conventions can write this down, but um, other conventions out there have put supporting musicians on the map in terms of like, you know, 
being like the batteries of what the band runs in pony music because you know it, it supporting musicians put a lot of you know heart soul and sweat into like making songs ready and prepared and and basically like being like the backbone of music so um i feel like supporting musicians actually really important in brony music i completely concur all right back to the questions how did you get into my little pony I got into My Little Pony, it was in, it was July of 2011, that was when uh, the fandom started peaking at the time, and I was playing a game called uh, Team Fortress 2, and there was this server, it was, um, it was this, it, it's this old dead server that doesn't exist anymore called Niggy's Surf and Trade, where you basically, it, it was at the peak of its time when Team Fortress 2 was at its peak and memeing and 4chan and all that sort of stuff, so... The guy was offering keys to, you know, give me to say, hey, if you watch two episodes of My Little Pony, then um, I'll give you these two free keys. I'm like, oh, hell no, that's stupid. No, that's that's uh, that's stupid. No, I'm not going to watch a little girl show. And so I, I, I sat by it for about a week and I was like, OK, you know what? Keys are important. Let me get it because I was dumb and stupid in middle school. Um, so I so I i watched the two episodes of my little pony and i was like this is mildly interesting and my mindset was i'm gonna watch all the episodes so i can get all the free keys and and i kept watching it and i was like and season one was like and i watched it all the way through up to the you know premiere the finale premiere of the grand galaxy gala and i was like you know what? This show's actually really cool. So I told the guy, got my free keys. Then I realized I had to research more, more of the the show, and I found out there was a Brony fan about this. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I looked at photos, fan fictions, music. You know, all the all the music that surfaced. We'll talk about that later. And and pretty much all the uh, and. Basically, uh, just overall, the fandom art in the fandom renaissance of creativity. And so <laughs> I went back to the Team Fortress 2 server, and there were a lot of bronies on there. And I was like, yo, I got to say this. I'm a brony. And they literally, they literally permanently banned me. Well, that's kind of <laughs> They permanently banned me. And here, here comes the funny part. The server died right when I started playing music. <laughs> The server doesn't exist anymore. It's like completely dead. So everybody, the server would have become better if they would have accepted the bronies in it. Man, much more popular, but they they let their own fate slip in their hands. They just like cannibalized themselves. Yep, pretty much. Oh man. Um, Well, the next question, uh, it's a little more interesting. Well, what? What is your favorite part of the fandom? What keeps you here? The online community, the fanfics, cons, music, the art. What what keeps you here? What really does really keep me here in the fandom so much is more of the musician side and also performing at cons because that's what really my heart is aligned to. And that's where I started building up a resume or career or relationship with friends and close relatives even some locals is just it, it's the cons and it's the musicians and it's the friends that kept me along mm-hmm. in the fandom and actually 
I, I, I have to give credit to, because I was about to ready to leave the fandom in, you know, 2019, if I didn't have like all the support, but I got to thank luck rock for, um, really sticking up to me and actually becoming a fellow musician and a best friend of mine and showing ep- more episodes of My Little Pony, especially in 2020. Um, that, that's what really keeps me in the fandom is music, creativity, and um, and friends. So, mm-hmm. Well, let me expound on that a little bit because it's so unique to get musicians in here. I mean, just the other week we had Prince whatever, but um, you be. But what I want to ask you is that it's so easy to find a centralized hub in our little areas or or communities. If you want to find like Brony Art, there's like Derpy Buru and there's Deviant Art. It wouldn't be hard to find like a Discord for everyone to get together and correspond on that. The fan fiction side, it's easy for folks to like go to fan fiction and find a Discord and meet people that way. But Mm -hmm. it seems like the musician side of the Brony fandom is almost all entirely on Twitter. For someone who wants to break in and continue making like brony music into the 2020s and keeping the fandom alive, how do they get together and like correspond with other musicians and and like network together, improve each other, get feedback? How do they work together? Well, usually they work together by you know, once again connections and having like you know what you know. Usually it starts off with a conversation and asking who our favorite pony is, and then basically just giving a detailed backline of, you know, who they are, showing off their work, and basically building a relationship around um, making music. Because um, I think what – there's there's one example I want to bring is Melody Brony. That's the one guy that came out of the blue, and, and you know, he wanted to be friends, and, you know, and, and he was like an upcoming, you know, musician, and we – we did the song, the King, because, you know, we, we were friends and we knew each other and knew it'd be something fun. And, and of course, Prince, whatever did the track and, and I, and it, it was just friends doing stuff with friends and, you know, making hey. music. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I, I'm sure we've missed several drinks in here, but. Uh, oh yeah. Next... Oh yeah. We're on like five. <laughs> 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 the next the next question is a little more um like theor like it's it's a big question. The show in its in its current form is over. We're in gen- generation four is over. We've got Bro- Pony Life coming out, just like four point five, you know, season like generation five is in development, and we've got this weird Australian leak that's going on, but on the whole, generation four is over. What do we, as Brony communities, Brony fans, content creators, what can we do to keep our fandom alive, relevant, and kicking, um, and keep ourselves as relevant to, say, like, Trekkies or other fandom fans? Now, there's one thing fandoms have come across. It's, like, the the negative side of things. I usually don't let that fall on me. I usually follow the positive side on it. In my personal opinion, since the show ended, I I had pretty high hopes for, you know, Pony Life and especially G5 coming out. But I had a really rare suspicion from Hasbro that, and now, hear, hear me out on this. I have a feeling companies do this all the time, is when something gets popular, like, and it builds a fan base, like Doctor Who, Star Trek, they 
the company tries to milk off that same exact property the entire time and it leads to like mediocrity or you know like mediocre stuff they really they really hit the mark with g4 and i feel like i'm not really fond of hasbro's company's decisions on what they make because i i have a i kind of have a very strong very not not really strong but very worrisome feeling that they're gonna take the same exact concept from g4 and completely monopolize and capitalize on it and not actually care about the production the stories or the morals or anything like that for g5 but i once again i have really high hopes for it but i'm concerned that hasbro is going to take something and just try to shove it down the fandom's throat to a feeling where you know it's like sticking it's how can i how can i explain this word it's taking it's taking a rake and shoving it down someone's throat to say you will like this rake it's something where i don't like from companies that actually you know shove stuff that's previously been made to regenerize it and mm-hmm. shove it down somebody's throat i think honestly my little pony has to be careful with that coming up in the next g5 i'm all in for new characters new stories bringing back some old stuff from like g1 that has never been mentioned in g4 that's what exactly what some of the fans want and, and personally me because i feel like they need to expand more on new characters for my little pony make everything interesting so well said well said um now for our next question our questions have been getting harder and harder over time and this is the last one before we start pulling from the twitch and we start pulling from um our thread on fiction yeah um who is best pony you already know (laughs) are you talking about flutter butter oh oh <laughs> no, he's talking. He's talking about Cadence the Trash Pony. Wow! Fuck off. Ah, eat it. You can get right on out of here. I'm gonna sing you a song of my people. Drink, 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 drink to drink, drink. I was. I'm disappointed it wasn't Wonderwall. <laughs> Do me don't, favor. Don't get out of here. Don't fucking tempt me. Our guitar is right here. God, please don't. Please play don't. some new metal. Nah, uh, do a challenge. Play Stairway where the, to Heaven. Where the fuck's our jet, damn it? Oh, that you, word! I cannot get it the, out of my uh, head. The song okay. of our people, Dub, dub Trot. Dub Trot. Dub Not Trot! Play. Not playing Toto by Africa. Flam, come on. Okay, yeah, okay. This is true, okay. this is true. Long, long, man. Anyway, let's ask our guest <laughs> questions! Thank All you! Right. <laughs> other, other guy is up, up first. How much of a drumstick can you fit in your pee pee hole? Are we talking an A7? Are we talking B2? What do we got? I got, um, I can, I think there's one drumstick I can fit in my pee pee hole. It's a PW5, uh, PAW from Promark. Either that or a 5A from Vic Firth or a 7A. Yeah, no, 7A. Well, oh shit, 7A is long though. 7A is a long boy. It is a long boy. <laughs> yes. He wants to uh, <laughs> Next, next question is Is there an exact count of how many drumsticks you've broken? And if you've um, broken a drum, we need to have questions. Okay. 
the amount of drumsticks I've broken over time, uh, if you want to know how much a drumstick costs, it's about $11. I've broken about $10,000 worth of sticks in the past Great. six years. Oh. So your penis can snap them while they're inside there. Well, if my penis actually snaps, I would be dead, right? No, not really. I, I could explain to you why that's not the case, but I don't know if you want to hear about it. <laughs> Game of Thrones would like to have a word. <laughs> I don't know. But, but that said, yeah. And, and, and this question is so concerning because if you've broken a drum from hitting it, You've got much bigger problems, man. I actually, <laughs> actually, there was. I think there was one moment um, when I was. I think it was. I think it was BronyCon 2019. After I played Nayhem Fest and literally all the drummers play, when I brought the entire drum kit home and I set it up right when I hit my first drum, <laughs> the bottom head of the snare broke, and I'm like, "Oh great, it's dead." Oh. But that's a head. That that's a no, head. No, 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 no. The not not the top head, but the bottom head, because it was used so much during the convention that it oh actually just like I <laughs> tightened it so much that the entire head just split. I was like, oh so God, it's Jesus it's Christ. Just just like BronyCon is dead. I guess my bottom snare head's dead then. Uh, it's fine. Just throw a G two on it. You'll be good. Ew! Get out of here with that crap! No! 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 You see, folks, uh, people on the Twitch chat, you do understand. Evans can go kiss my ass. Uh, I, had, I, had, team. I, had, I don't. I don't know who Evan is, but I'd pay money to videotape that. I I had to put in a jab. I'm a I'm, a, I'm an Evans fan. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Time for actual one. questions. <laughs> yeah. No, are you a pony dreaming you're a man or a man dreaming you're a pony? And this is by Optimum for, for to mass one. Wait, say, say the question again. I didn't get it. Uh, are you a pony dreaming you're a man or a man dreaming you're a pony? Uh, that's, a, that's a very hard question. I wish I was a anthro version of myself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I... <laughs> I'd rather I'm dreaming about myself being a pony being a man question mark. <laughs> what about being a man being a man? I mean a pony can't be a pony. I mean a man can be a a, a Pegasus or whatever. I think, therefore I clop. <laughs> you have no, a weird I'm... fetish, dude. Oh boy. Now I have this really dumb, like, fandom joke parody in my head of, like, be a horse, like, from Mulan's Be a Man. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> if, if I was a man, be a man. how would be I? Be a man. I sense how something that needs to be made. <laughs> I mean, Flam, you know I will happily write the lyrics to this. It's some, a parody lyrics is what I do. <laughs> I, I would record this song and do it. I, I would be actually... my first immersion into the brony music. Oh, oh continue, would, continue with the cast. I'll write this up. Go ahead. Hold okay. on. <laughs> we've got we've got questions out on our our fan fiction thread. Alex underscore our resident intern is up first. He says, "Boop, it's time for a fuck Mary kill question between Gene Krupa, Dave Grohl, and Ringo Starr." 
I would I would marry uh I would marry Dave Grohl. Yes. Oh, I, w- I would. I would, man, I would really love to fuck Ringo Starr, and I would definitely kill Gene Grupa. Well, I mean, the Beatles only wanted his nose, so. I only wanted his goddamn ears. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I would rather, I I would rather lick his toes. For those who haven't gotten any of the jokes so far of this cast, just move on to the next episode because it's not gonna get it's not gonna get better. <laughs> I would rather lick it. I would rather one eat his ears, lick his toe, and suck his dick. That's what I want. <laughs> but Gene, but Gene Krupa, he get him out of here. He doesn't care. Yeah, no. But All Dave, right. Dave Grohl, I would definitely marry because he reminds me of my daddy, my younger Dave, daddy. Dave Grohl's just like my fucking spirit animal. Like, he's like he's like my father. Like he you wanna me. you wanna marry your dad? <laughs> like I would, if Dave Grohl was my dad, I'd marry my dad. Well that's my, the thing. Dave Grohl Dave Dave Grohl kissed me. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Really? I'm having he, a big thing right now. He kissed he kissed me <laughs> on my toes and he put me in the basement. Oh. Did he say you were not like the others? no he told me that he told me son he told me son your dick is ever long worst thing i ever had in my mouth was oh my god i think the worst thing i ever had in my mouth was was uh a 10 year old piece of cheesecake that was molded and rusty for about 10 years and it was sitting in the fridge saying hey let's oh, okay so there's a story about my family there was a there was a cheesecake that was sitting in the fridge for almost Five to ten years, right? And we didn't realize the expiry date. So it says, hey, let's have some uh, cheesecake for dessert, right? They bring it out. We have it. I was throwing up in the bathroom. It was so bad. It was the worst thing I ever had in my mouth. It tasted like chalk covered in cream. It was awful. Jeez, who thought that was a good idea to serve that? Jesus Christ. Jesus more like dick cheesecake, am I right? God. Number three. What are some especially funny words? Pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh here, here, here's one I I absolutely <laughs> laughed to. It, remember YouTube Rewind where the girls was like, "There's one thing we need." K-pop! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking K-pop. <laughs> Fucking K-pop. By Y'all the way, shout out, shout out to all the K-pop stands taking down that one evil man, so. <laughs> oh my god. Y'all are being some real poo-poo pee-pee heads, is all I'm saying. Like, yeah. Welcome to the six-year-old cast. 
Do you guys remember? School. Or my you dad remember? Y'all remember when that was like the worst thing you could call someone in like fucking third grade, right? You poo poo head. Mm. God, I miss those days. What other funny words are there? Uh, 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 all right, uh, Scotch is bringing me up. All right, so I got, there's another funny word I found out. Um, uh, there's a funny word that my friend Sam always says. Like every time when we're in a call, Brownie, if you guys don't know him, Brownie, he's a he's a guy with guitar, and uh, he's you know he's around the Baltimore area. He every time when we watch an episode of My Little Pony, the funny words that say out of his mouth when every time there's a mom character or a mother or a lady oh. mom character, she, Brownie always says, "Yo, is that a mom?" Oh. Oh. oh my god, he needs the milfs. That is, he needs the milfs. Like he, he nuts every time when he sees a mom. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's like the funniest shit in the world. Like on Luck Rock server, it's so funny. <laughs> All right, number four. Which of your feet would you say is your favorite? Well, if I didn't have the uh, the ingrown toenail, I would say I don't have any feet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Jesus. Yeah, actually, I had two ingrown toenail surgeries. It was bad. Um, but I say my favorite foot, I have to say, is my right. My right foot. Because that's the one I, that I use the most when I'm drumming. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Get that... All right, Hawthorne Bunny is up next, saying, "Hi, Drummer Shy, welcome to the cast." And oh, this is a very, a very, I hate Rainbow Rocks. This is a gift with Pinky. Anyway, oh, <laughs> uh, well, what's wrong with that? It's actually really cute. It is really cute. It's just the music is frustrating, and listening I... to them talk about music is frustrating. I actually liked the music in the second movie. It was okay. It was kind. Of, I gotta agree with Flutter Priest. The music could have become better. I mean, it's Rainbow Rocks. It should have yeah. been. It should have been Rainbow something Rainbow more Rainbow of like. Rock. It should have been more of the lines of ACDC, Queen, um, Metallica. You know those popular rock bands. Well, I mean, I it agree. doesn't even have to be like. It doesn't have to be like you know Metallica like for the battles and it's like, but. I mean, even then, it could have been more like, I don't know, Paramore. Make it like punk rock. <laughs> like or, James, uh, James, James, imagine rock, imagine right? James Hetfield singing Rainbow Rocks. Ooh, Rainbow Rocks, yeah! You know, oh my god! god. <laughs> yes. Nice. But okay. just like the entire music throughout the whole it's just like, it's like the, the Stanger snare, like the whole movie. Oh my god! Hold on one sec. Keep talking. Remind, it it's fucking reminds me of like 10th grade we had a homecoming dance and the theme was at it was at the hard rock cafe theme was rock of ages i'm so fucking hyped hey, they played Freaks. one rock song oh no don't. hey Freaks. Don't. hey i believe that was a challenge Actually, the metal snare that I have is a 12-inch Melody Master 
Tama snare, and that's that's the one I record pretty much all the um all the all the songs that I recorded for the uh, Brony fandom. So, too nice. So, like, I don't know. I I've always been a fan of like Piccolo, like Thirteens or or Deep Fourteens. Like, I my my recording one right now is a DW fourteen by eight. <laughs> Holy <Sorry>. shit! <laughs> Wait, I, I'm gonna I need to stop geeking out here. You need to actually ask on. questions. <laughs> yes, it's true. Here, here's Hawthorne Bunny's questions. Number one, I took drums lessons at school a long time ago and never really pursued it beyond that. However, I lifelong have tapping beats with my fingers and beatboxing. Are you the same way? Uh, usually when I'm, you know, chilling out or when I'm taking a break playing drums, I usually, you know, tap my fingers or I usually like to tap my fingers every time when I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what I do. Or sometimes I usually take like pens or pencils and I like I usually keep that yeah. keep that same grip and stuff and I just usually take like pens if I'm at work having lunch or something, watch and watch some YouTube. I usually just use my fingers and stuff. Yeah. So. I I've had more than a few people tell me like, hey, can you fucking stop that? <laughs> you see uh, pe- you see people don't tell me to stop because I, like if I'm tapping in a call or something they're just they're just like it's drummer shy don't worry about it <laughs> dude that's so nice how do you get your friends to start doing that I don't know it's weird it's it, it's it's <laughs> weird it's very weird I can't control it fair enough fair enough uh, number two, how do drummers in metal bands like Dragon Force drum so damn fast? I don't know. Once you ask the bandmates like Herman Lee. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, that's that's the one question that really strikes me the most is Dragon Force because everybody knows Dragon Force because of that that guitar Guitar Hero three game. Everybody knows yeah. that, but um, <laughs> it, it it all starts with practicing and being in a band you know Mm -hmm. physically like i'm in a band right now called flying jacob and um even though it's not on the metal side it's kind of like having metal on songs like metallica and stuff but we still try to like the alternative rock like porcupine tree or somewhat of that essence but but uh if you're talking about metal drummers like my biggest influence is mike portnoy from original band dream theater but now he's in uh, sons of apollo um it it all starts with practicing and learning the music and actually learning about rudiments and uh learning the fundamentals because i think max portnoy mike portnoy's son max who i saw at uh the dollskin show when we opened up for them and we we just basically talked about you know kids have to start like you know practicing and you know getting down the rudiments and stuff and now max and i had um had a uh, more of a like background of doing lessons but uh, it, it honestly starts with practicing and if you're like reading books as i do reading notes then start out like reading a book uh, reading books about you know drumming like music sheets on basic drumming or um basic fundamentals of um drumming especially the first thing is like holding out a stick 
and knowing how to grip the stick and using their using your hands and feet because it's 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 more than just like playing the drums it's more like your like hand and body type sort of speak like it you know for drumming it starts out with the wrist it doesn't start out with the hand Wootmaster does that all the time with his arms mm-hmm. uh, and that and that's pretty natural with him but most drummers like me and whirlwind and jonathan jenna from prince whatever and many other people they just they use your hands to you know do the drumming so um it, it all starts with hand technique and hand coordination when doing dragon force and feet and you can't forget about the feet oh, yeah. because whirlwind told me i should put on some anchor laces and start doing like double tapping because you, you can't just play dream theater songs immediately you gotta you gotta start out you gotta start out with the basics like you know iron maiden metallica um the i wouldn't, uh, even, I wouldn't even say like sorry not to interject but like Run to the Hills is fucking intense. Like, some of the Iron Maiden is not necessarily beginner-friendly. Yeah, it's not really beginner-friendly if you're doing, like, double kicks and stuff. But I think the one band people want to try and get on is the band Rush. Because that's what influenced Dream Theater, and especially my hero, my first hero, uh, Neil Peart, you know, sadly passed away in January. Uh, That was, like, my big influence into, like, double kicks, because there were a lot of double kick songs in his songs. But, yeah, that's how it is. You know, it's working up through the ranks of first song, The Beatles, Rush, Dream Theater, Metallica, and many other bands. Like, recently, I was just practicing some Slipknot songs, like playing Psychosocial and Unsainted. Those songs Mm -hmm. are so good. Oh, yeah. I will raise you one and say the beginning of Painkiller. Oh, Painkiller. Judas Priest is so good. Yeah. My my namesake actually the the painkiller solo is usually what I sound check with at, when I do my shows. Nice. Anyway, I'm not gonna just whip my dick on the table here. We're here for you. <laughs> Number three. You, you, you kind of you kind of would. Don't lie. Like I would definitely whip my dick on the table. And anyway, number three. What is your favorite song from MLP or EQG, Drummer Shy? My favorite song from MLP or EQG, I would have to say. Um, you know, this, you know, the song, you know, battle, battle of the bands or whatever. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that song. And then there was one, my buddy Gabe did. It was, uh, you know, um, it was the third rainbow rocks piece. Um, it was, uh, can't, can't remember the song. It was after Akitra or whatever. Uh, you gotta, you gotta refresh my mind a bit. Um, but there's another song that I really liked from Ever the Everfree uh, Legend of Everfree. It was the what is it? It was the it was the beginning song of the Legend of Everfree. I thought that was really cool. But other than that, um, I think the one that stands out is Battle of the Bands because it, it was really well done, especially Daniel Ingram doing most of the most of the songs and awesome. Hell yeah. All uh, right. Oh, cool. I, and the other song from MLP or EKG. Um from for MLP, my favorite songs are May the Best Pet Win, Open Up Your Eyes, uh Bats, 
uh, at the gala and um, what else on my own and uh, squeezy apple cider 3000 and um, what else and oh, find your sounds, sounds like I need to show our guest after the cast um, the special speedy cider squeezy drunk uh, FPS version oh <laughs> FPS or oh, oh that's, God, that's, that's going to be something that yeah I'm excited I'm excited it's that very loud a... and very wonderful oh Just, yeah also I wrote you your fucking lyrics guys I see that thank you no problem <laughs> all right okay oh. at, at Kadita. yes thank thank you Akadika yeah all right up next what uh questions from rk striker jk5 what is your favorite non-mlp franchise my favorite non-mlp franchise like you're talking about like away from friendship is magic or like is it is it away from friendship is magic flutter priest or yeah favorite non-mlp franchise so not pony related yes hmm does anime get included or anything? Everything that's not pony is included. All right. Uh, I like watching um, my favorite my favorite show I have been watching so far. And I still say all the seasons are fantastic is Stranger Things. I actually really, really love Stranger Things on Netflix. I've uh, been watching Black Mirror as well as uh, Narcos, and uh, recently I've been watching uh, The Sopranos. That's really good. I absolutely <laughs> love it, especially living in Baltimore, just three hours away from New Jersey. Um, and uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I've been watching Agretzko, and I just finished up... I just finished up the other season. I cannot wait for the next one. It's so good. I oh my so god, it's so good. good. I remember, like, Agretzko really, you know, has really sold me. Because it was, like, problems at my work. Like, shitty bosses, shitty co-workers. Um, shitty, shitty persons of relevance. It was, like, something I've been experiencing at work. And I'm like, this show has really spoken to me. And really called out on so much of the problems. And I'm really glad that show exists. So. Yeah. Um, have you done any fan-related content for non-MLP franchises? Oh, uh, yes, I did. I actually uh, did a song with Cyril LaWolf called Never Be the Same. Because I'm trying to get into... I'm trying to deep myself into the uh, video game community. Recently, I've been talking a lot with... Um, the Living Tombstone, another fandom, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, another yeah. fandom favorite, and we just been talking video games and Magfest because that's the one I'm trying to go to, and we're trying to get, we're trying, oh, we're me and I made a connection through um, one of his friends, uh, Creepy, and Creepy, they um, have been so amazing, and they have been a very good musician with me so yeah creepy they uh they're they're amazing so um honestly cyril the wolf would be one i would go to for video game music because i would i want to expand 
with MLP, but also expand with video game music. And I feel like video game music people are absolutely talented and they're professional. And I really want to work with them a lot, especially doing the Mega Man theme. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, number three, uh, how would you rate yourself against Animal from The Muppet? And he links the Buddy Rich Animal uh, drum battle. Um... Animal kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know, kind of like the old, the the young version of um, Greg Bissonette back in the day with, uh, no, no, er, no, it, no, the one drummer from Erickson, Lake, and Palmer, that's the guy that kind of reminds me of, like, the big heavy drums, like the um, John Bottom kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, so, I, honestly, Animal, how do you rate yourself against Animal? I would say um, I would rate myself an 8 out of 10 against Animal. <laughs> because right. literally, um, Neil Peart and Mike Portnoy in the fandom itself, so. Yeah. All right. Next set of questions, uh, we're going to that other other guy, which posts a visual uh a visual question. It's it's really um it's really special. This holy shit. Um <laughs> the next question, um I'm just gonna post it here behind the counter so that way you can see how does this picture make you feel? Is that a penis? No, that's her hoof. Look at the hooves. I swear to god, it almost looked like a dick for a sec. It it is Dude. not. I looked at it the first time, it looked like I said it, and Spike was looking up at him. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I don't I, like it. I, I don't don't like that. Hey, milk. I don't scroll. I don't like this at all. Milk scroll. Milk. Good boy. Uh, actually, it's pretty cool. Like when you look at it a second time, it's really cool. Yeah. And and her face and her face and Spike's face is just like. Did they step into some acid and they started becoming oh, charming? And like, like the body, the body kind of looks like a pelvis, and like their left forearm, <laughs> and the, like the legs. They kind of look like legs, but like I, I, I swear that they almost look like sheep legs or something. Um, one of our chat members say they look like TDs, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I see that. Oh my god. Alright. That enough dicks for one day. No, never. We'll get to more dicks later. Short Skirts and Explosions is up next. Who asks, what doth life? What doth life? Yes. I don't understand. Fin fiction, have you ever thought considering uh uh speech uh <laughs> cor- text correction? <laughs> Nope, nope, that's that's what he meant to say. He says it every week. What doth life? I mean, wh- what's going on with your life? I mean, we can we can talk. We can talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Terry the Human has no questions, but made a post anyway. Screw you. Second, okay, see you later. <laughs> what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but oh my god, it's just so good. I have to say the one 
favorite snack or meal I really like the most is uh, Doritos Cool Ranch. Oh, those are those are lit. I fucking love those. Oh, I love those too. And uh, I really like me some Starbursts. Yummy. Next question. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say yummy, yummy Starburst because I like the candy Starburst, but also Starburst is a good boy. Damn right, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's he's got them them glasses and and the and the hot mom. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? The weirdest fear, the biggest fear I have is hornets, bees, and and especially Woo! Woo! killer killer hornets. Because I. I I was in a call with some people and there was this big ass bug. It was a it was a cicada killer, but it was trying to go after me. And literally, it I tried to put it down and it was a big motherfucker. And I killed it. And I was like, I was like, I am scared of shit to this because I got stung by a bee two times and I fear for them. Like if I see one, I'd run for my fucking life. You have to go to the hospital when you get stung? No, like when I get stung, it hurts really bad. It just hurts really bad. I don't get an infection, but it just hurts. Uh, I'll tell you what you should be thankful for. Be glad your eyes don't swell. Yeah, it just like it stings really bad, and I cry like a little girl. Mm, I've been there. It's, It's rough. Yes, priest cries like a little girl often. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you, you got it right the first time. Number, number three, why is bag milk the best milk? Why is bag milk the best milk? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Do, do you know about it? Just like, do you know, are you aware of bagged milk and Canada and that travesty? I'm not sure, honestly. I'm ready. Oh, let's do it, Pencil. This is your time. This is your moment. Okay. So in parts of Canada, they do this thing where they sell milk in bags. Perfectly respectable, right? Bags, milk, not a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what they do with it is they bring it home and they have a pitcher at home waiting for them. And you go like, oh, well, that's that's pretty normal. Um, You just put the milk in the pitcher. Oh, no, that's not what Canadians do. Instead, they take the bag of milk. And they put it in the pitcher whole. Like, just they take the bag and they set the bag into the pitcher of milk. And then they clip off a corner of the bag and they put, and they pour the milk out of the bag using the pitcher. Let, let me, here, this, 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 this is what they do. This is what they do. They do that. That is how, that is how they put milk in bags. Instead of, you know, like just, Buying a carton of milk, they do all of that. This is how the Canada do. I'm sharing all I gotta ask my friend Michelle what she does with her milk. <laughs> you best ask because I'm sorry. I, I but like this this is inexcusable. This sorry, image I, I just posted is inexcusable. This is inexcusable. This is inexcusable. Okay. Canada, what is your problem? I oh. it looks like a JPEG, not an executable. Oh my god! Hey. 
milk in a plastic container. Canadian, Canadians are weird. Sarah posted a picture for you, please. Mm. Thank you. I, I had a problem with four six. I understand. We all do. We all. Do. Oh, okay. Number four. What is your one annoying habit? So something that other people do that just drives you up the wall, or something you do that drives other people insane? You really want to know? Yes, I do. Every time. I'm sorry. (laughs) (sighs) The one annoying habit that... um, well, Well, the one annoying habit is, like, leaving... Like, the one annoying habit I kind of have is, like, every time when I go out the door, I forget my keys or something like that. Or if I get my phone charger. Like, the little things really annoy me. Hmm. Um, But the one thing that annoys me overall is TikTok. I hate it. Really? What's bad about TikTok? Uh, It's annoying. It's cringy. Well, there's some good parts about it. It's just uh, most 75% of it's just absolutely cringy. And Five Nights at Freddy videos really get me annoyed. Like which which ones? The the one where the they cosplay as them and try to sing the songs, or uh... no, the kids that actually won't shut the hell up and just actually just be cringy. Make crappy and crappy videos and crappy art of Five Nights at Freddy's. I can't stand it. Oh, oh my God! But they got to start somewhere, you know. If they decide they want to start doing art or or whatever, they got to start somewhere. Or gaming in general. Yeah. Yep. It still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. What is the theme song for your sex life? She had the heart of the invisible touch, yeah. She had the heart, the invisible touch, yeah. From Genesis, the invisible touch. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You just put me in a land of confusion. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I I don't care anymore. Good. (laughs) Oh, let's, let's, let's go into the air tonight to the next question. Uh, do you watch anime by chance? And if so, what are your favorites? Um, uh, my friend has been showing me a lot of Love Live, some, uh, some, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, again, uh, um, uh, uh, Agresco and, um, what else? What else? What, uh, what other anime is there? Um, there, there is one anime. It's uh, Ruby that my friend Retro has been showing me. It's pretty cool. Ruby's actually pretty cool. So I'm gonna speak for Flam because he's not here right now. But my man, I'm here. What are you talking about? Ruby likes Ruby. You like Ruby too? Ooh, hell yeah, I love Ruby. Now the question <laughs> is, who is best girl? Oh. You see, I've been only been watching a couple episodes, and I, I'm I'm kind of forget. I haven't watched Ruby in a while. I only watched a couple episodes like a couple months ago. I can't remember the characters again. I have a very big, I have a very big brain, but my big brain's all on drums, and I 
and I'm just I'm like kind of like a not general educated anime person. I just watching it because I love the so, um, describe best girl. Describe her. What does she look like? Uh, she has uh, God. It was she has um she has the bow tie and the the black the black bow bow tie and I'll allow it I'll allow it yeah that, I'll is, allow it. that is good ta- that is pretty good taste she's I got a face it. and a pair of breasts you know the one <laughs> just a pair of breasts exactly. not three absolutely casual I don't know. I mean, Blake is a is a cat faunus. She might have like titties going down her ch- her stomach. I don't know. I love it. Like, she Dude, might. Blake, Blake is so good. Oh, but no, she's actually shown stomach. Never mind. That doesn't fucking work because there isn't. Maybe it's there. under like the skin. Like she has under skin nipples. They 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 retract upon her and 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 go back in upon arousal. If yeah, they're yeah, under, yeah. if they're under her skin, wouldn't they be rubbing against the inside of her skin, keeping her constantly aroused? How do you think skin works? <laughs> Can we go back what? to the retractable nipples, please? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like it. this is too important to just leave on the table. This this sounds like we're talking <laughs> fetish. Stuff I mean, now. hold on, like let's be okay, okay. We're we're gonna talk about woman nipples now. Uh, we all know, hopefully, that when a girl gets aroused sometimes, or when it's really cold, or when something punches you with a boob really hard and everything sucks, your nipples stick out. When they're not doing that, they're pretty flush with the rest of your body, correct? We know this? Yes? Good? <laughs> is it, is, is <laughs> this testable? Can I do this on myself and make it work? You absolutely can, right yeah, now. You can, like, yeah, uh, you can just <laughs> flick your nipple. You've never if done that before? Yeah, if your nipples are just kind of normal right now, like, reach down there and just, like, flick it a few times and then, like, blow on it and watch. Your nipple will get hard. I'm just going to fucking full hand <laughs> slap I, it. I can't, here. Yeah, slap, I can't slap your titty. <laughs> I can't do this without going, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, oh, my God, my tit got so hard. Like, <laughs> see? <laughs> I'm actually, <laughs> so hard. I'm in I'm pain, really... but it's it's true. The nipple is hard. If you slap your titty, your nipple gets hard. This this is something that happens. So it's reasonable to suspect that a cat girl nipple gets harder too when you slap it. Please don't slap a cat's chest or nipples. Like I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> this cat can fit so many nipples. <laughs> I, I have I have a question then. Yes. Are inverted nipples like a real thing? Yeah, man. Nice. I, I Isn't know, it just I called any or Audi? I know somebody who has them. So, yeah. My um, God. In fact, it's somebody very close to me, and she got them pierced, and it was a problem for her. So, yeah. Jesus. How did she purse her, pierce her inverted... In, I can't speak. How did she pierce her inverted nipples? Uh, she had to go to a tattoo parlor to have it done. They are the best places to go for good piercing, just so you know. Don't go to, like, Claire's or Isinger or some shit like that. No, but I'm trying to imagine that. Wouldn't, they, wouldn't the piercings be inside her body? Well, I mean, piercings are all inside your body. That's how piercings work. More, more. <laughs> he's, thinking really... like, he's thinking that the nipple is still inverted and that the bar has gone through it and also inside of the little cavity that the breast is made around. I'll tell you what, Enigma, I'll get you some photos. Let's continue with the question. Or... <laughs> Welcome to the Barcast. Please touch your nipples. Number seven. <laughs> Just how big is your porn stash, Drubber Shy? You know what? I'll I'll tell you the greatest number of all. 
zero. What? I have zero. Uh, my my porn stash. Oh jeez. <sighs> Viewers, I know you're young, but you're gonna have to stick on me. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any porn stash with me, but hell yeah, I like the. But dude, those fucking equestrian girls, man, those fucking they'll fucking jack off to that anytime. Oh yeah, the dazzlings, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So Hell, not a, a Dodgio, not Aria though. A fucking jack off to equestrian girls anytime. That Happy. shit is. I've, that shit, I've that seen shit zero ever. Holy shit. I've seen zero equestrian girls, but I'm pretty sure I know enough just from the porn they have of all. <laughs> I drank all the scotch. Happy boring. That okay. <laughs> oh no. I will not die. Please no I die. I will not die. Speaking of dying, we're halfway through the cast. Okay. So we're gonna do a very, very quick ad break. Hey pencil. Hey what? You know what smashes my drum set? Me. Nipple. Yes, apparently. A lot. And if you want to bang my drum set too, this is this is really sexual for today. Please touch your nipples. <laughs> you can support horse dressing by donating to our Patreon. We're a community-oriented podcast where we take absolutely no money for what we do. 100% of our mm-hmm. goes to horse rescue charity, Red Wings Horse Sanctuary, out in California. Uh, there we sponsor mm-hmm. a horse named Little Bit. That you voted on, and we contributed over $700 last year. Thanks to your guys' help, the ads you clicked, the bits you donate during the stream. Pencil, how can people donate bits? You go to the little diamond in the lower right corner of the chat. You click the diamond, it opens up your thing. You click get bits. You click get bits. You go to watch ad. You watch an ad. And then you take the bits that you get from watching the ad and you donate to them. When they become real money, you may give them the horses. If you'd rather just like buy bits, you can do that too, but that costs you real money. Those are your options, kids! You can also donate to our Patreon through the link that Alex provided in the chat if you are there right now. And Alex says go to our website to touch priest's nipples. You can. Remember when you touch his nipples, say chi chi, yes, I'm a sigh. Why, 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 why? Touching the touching the nipples makes me a long, long man. I <laughs> moving on to non nipple related questions. <laughs> I I can't even promise that we don't have non nipple related questions. Oh, that's how, also, that's at also. Today. Also, whoever donates uh, the most by the end of the stream will get a little shout out. We'll yell at you. Hat Vandermoose is currently in the lead. That's all. <laughs> Kalani Tides now has questions. And I see you, Kalani, out in the chat there, touching your nipples all like a person. Questions. Number one, what is the best ship and worst ship from the show? Uh, best ship is Lyran Bonbon. Worship is oh god, this one's a hard one. Uh, I think the worship ever is now. I gotta I gotta hear from you guys so I can get a better better perspective of what I'm thinking about. What what I'm gonna ask you guys what is what is what is the worship from your well, eyes? If you say Mr. and Mrs. Cake, we're gonna have questions. But um, canonically <laughs> or just what we've experienced throughout everything. 
Also, we have to stop for a moment because I want to make fun of Enigma, who thought that nipple was the whole areola and area around that breast rather than... I, I know what the areola oh, is, but I... To me, all of the pink is the nipple. It is not. That, that's not true in any way. Is. That's not how it works. When, when I say the nipple, I refer to everything there. I know there's different sections and whatnot. No, but because if you're, you, you're going to tweak a girl's nipple, you don't grab her by the areolas and go, yoink. That's not how it fucking works. <laughs> like, yoink, Shaggy. Are you telling me that nipples are not telescopic? No! I... I have problems. You like your scoob? Oh god. Okay, back back <laughs> to commenting and actual like proper things from Drummer Shy. Drummer Shy, right. how are your nipples today? My Jesus nipples. Are, my actually, my nipples went flat like ten seconds ago. You need to slap them again, man. Ow! <laughs> god, that hurt. <laughs> I slapped them really hard, like I beat my drum set of my wife. Well, that was not what I expected to hear tonight. This is wonderful. This is a good day. (laughs) All right, what what other questions we got? Um, I was I was going to finish up on the worst ship. ship. Please do, please. I think I think the worst ship ever is Spike and Gabby. Yes! I I like Gabby, and Spike finally deserves some after chasing that thought for Um, nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Spike. uh, Spike is, uh, you know... Worst character. (laughs) Dude, okay, so Spike is like your your token, uh, your your token, you know, run-of-the-mill character. And then Gabby is literally a ripoff of Black Griffin. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Gabby is a ripoff of Black Griffin. There, I said it. They literally... (laughs) Listen, listen. They literally took a fandom musician, put him into the show, and femaleized him to Black Griffin. I'm not joking. Literally, whoever gave that approval was probably Michelle. Literally took the character and femaleized it to Gabby. It's Gabe. Gabby. Do you people don't understand that this is, this is he says that instead of gender bent? Yes. They I literally gender trouble. bent Black Griffin into the show. Not joking. Well, now that we've done that, <laughs> let's 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 not. Number <laughs> number two, do you listen to Ponies at Dawn? If so, what's your favorite album? Uh, yes, I do actually listen to Ponies at Dawn, and I know some of the people from Ponies at Dawn are really fantastic, especially Exploding Ponytoes and some of the uh, others, and some of the staff members in there, and Exploding Ponytoes is a fantastic person. Uh, yes, I do listen to Ponies at Dawn. My favorite albums are Echoes and the recent one, Enigma, because there's like a lot of stuff in there. Uh, from Enigma that I really liked, and especially I got to participate in one of the songs um, with Luck Rock. Do you know? Um, I really liked some of the stuff they had in there, like they had Jigro, uh, Prince Whatever, uh, Lavender Harmony. They had uh, Scratton, Silva Hound, Stealing Shades, Forest Rain. Um, what else? Faulty Pegasus. 
um john kenza forever free brony and so many other people and it and it's in six dimensions and it's it's a fantastic album really great to listen to when you're at work or doing you know work stuff and it's a great album to listen to when you're in a long car ride it's ponies and dawn is amazing all all the people that work on it are very talented the producers and everything they're fantastic and it's very fun to listen to all right next question is what's your opinion on them fighting herds Ooh, actually i this was before uh this them fighting herds i got to play fighting is magic when it was in development yeah me and my friend little shy were we're trying to figure out updates on whether you know them fighting herds were coming out i gotta say from somebody who played them you know, someone who played Fighting Is Magic. I gotta say, I I got my money back on the album uh, on the game because I I personally did not like the controls. I did not like, and again, this was like early in the stages. But honestly, I I didn't really find the game that fun personally for me. I'm more of a shooter, um, a more shooter, Quake Champions, Halo, and uh, Team Fortress Two. Than um, than them fighting herds when it's like Street Fighter, so that's just that's just what I think. Well, I mean, if you can find it, because I don't remember where it is, but there is a demo of the Fallout Equestria game, so it's Ooh. it is definitely shooting. It's just really, really damn difficult. <laughs> you ever you ever seen one of the um. Uh, I know what I would really like about Fallout Equestria is like the custom games they put on on Gary's mod. They're actually really cool. I have a fun time playing them. Huh? Yeah, like Ooh. like anything with Source Filmmaker and Fallout Equestria is bound to be good. I actually really like the character designs and the whole atmosphere of Fallout Equestria. It's pretty good. Right. All right. Moving on. Can you do an impression of a diamond dog? You mean the diamond dog (laughs) song or the diamond dog? Just diamond dogs themselves. Okay. Uh, (laughs) It's me, diamond dog. Yeah. (laughs) You know that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You okay? You can stop yelling, you Karen! <laughs> oh my god. And we're gonna leave it at that and move on quickly. What's that thing? What is your favorite style of song to work on? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, my favorite song, uh, my favorite style of song I like to work on is, of course, progressive rock and metal. Um, mostly my stuff when I'm drumming for other musicians is mostly Rush. Dream Theater, Porcupine Tree, and uh, and some ounces of ACDC because I think I'm trying to get into like the old kick-ass rock and roll when uh, Cracking Laser gives me the parts for Coltastrophe, and that's the one I'm working on. But other than that, it's mostly progressive rock and metal for some of the other tracks that I'm doing, and mostly solo work and world and Recently, I just released a song, Everfree Flower, and, you know, if you ever guys want to check it out, go go check it out. It's, like, my very first Brony song I ever released. Um, it's just, like, I'm trying to discover new stuff with what I can do 
outside of progressive rock and metal and something more of a type of a world drum and synth as well. So it's kind of like ideas being made. So, yay. Yeah. Nice. Lone Trooper is up next. Number one, what's your most heartwarming moment at a convention? Uh, oh, what is my most heartwarming moment at a convention? I think it was when, oh God, I, I gotta, I gotta think about this for a sec. Oh my God. There, there's so many, but I think the one that really stood out the most was when, um, uh, I, I think I remember when, um, most heartwarming thing ever was when, um, I was taking down my drum set back at BronyCon 2019, and um, I met Kathy Westluck backstage, and and we met each other back at uh, Everfree uh, Northwest 2019. We saw each other for the second time. And while I was taking down my drum stuff, Kathy Westluck, the voice of Spike, saw me, and she had a little extra break, and she came up, and she was like, Drummer Shag, what's up? And, you know, she called me by my real name as well. And we just talked and she told me how much, and she told me how much of a good drummer I was. She told me like, you're, you're becoming one of the best drummers in the fandom. And honestly, that was like probably one of the best things she has ever told me was like, she, you know, you know she, she was, she was so nice of saying, you know, I was one of the, one of the coolest and most talented drummers in the Brony fandom. And, and that's a really high thing I think that's a pretty high stake to put it for people who have, you know, not have much of a recognizable attention in the fandom and been working on stuff and that. And to hear that from her was actually really kind and sweet and actually very warming to say the least. And, you know, and, and we, and we, and I talked to her more about how this fandom has helped people with social skills. And I think the last thing I said to her was like, Hey, we're still here. And, and that was it. So that was like our last interaction was like said, you know, where we're still here. Cause um, I started the chant back at like Everfree Northwest back in 2019. Then it resonated over many other conventions because it was like the generalized idea of people like who left the fandom still talking shit to the fandom saying like oh it's dead it's it's it you know it, this thing's not going to bring bigger numbers this thing is not going to bring you know bigger stuff and you know it, it's like stuff like that where they try to shit on the fandom say oh you guys won't be bigger enough anymore you guys are dead and then literally BronyCon 2019 rolls around and, and we reach peak attendance and everybody was still chanting we're still here and i was like we're not going anywhere Damn but, right. but hell yeah, like the moment when I met Kathy Westluck telling me I'm a talented drummer, that was like the most heartwarming moment ever. Oh so. yeah, man. That's that's definitely something to be proud of. I'm so fucking happy for you. Yep. Number two, what advice would you like to give to people who want to start making their own music or make music in the fandom? Uh, the best advice I would give, especially for a drummer, is uh, if you go if you want to start out playing music collab with people just mm -hmm. start out doing stuff with your friends because ac race best told me this and and this is i've done another you know i'm no longer the owner but i've done 
pulling away from music, uh, I did I I did this thing like this reaction series called Baloney's React, and that was like something I did with my friends, especially with music as well. You know, just do 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 stuff with your friends because anything's possible when you do stuff with your friends because you don't know when when something's gonna get very popular and you don't know when something's gonna get very interesting. Like what Living Tombstone did with Discord, the remix, and now it's like the most well known song in, on the internet right now. And it's just doing stuff with your friends and having a fun time and not caring about bullshit in the world. I feel like that's the thing. Like when you do when you make songs, you start out collaborating with people a lot so and getting connections all right next question is what is the your favorite song you've created so far my favorite personally my favorite song i've created with peeps it's actually the king by melody brony luck rock prince whatever and chris fish because that was my all-time favorite song because one, we did not do MIDI. One, we did not do a drum machine. Two, we did not do any um, modulizing or anything. This was like full raw. It, not not like full raw, but you know, you had EQ compression and all that sort of stuff. This was like something that was done in a studio. Like Chris Fish had, he had real keyboard skills. He did not do everything from like the computer. He did everything on the Freaking core Triton, for God's sakes. Like, mm. everything was programmed. And then, of course, you know, Melody Baroni doing the... Melody Baroni doing the guitars, that was real. And Luck Rock doing the bass, that was real. And drums, that was real. And Prince Whatever singing, that was real. No mm. opportune whatsoever. But it was like... That was probably, like, my proudest work I've done so far. Especially the 2020 version with Melody Baroni. That was, that was... That was fantastic. I... That was like my personal favorite song I've done for the fandom. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Next question is number four. What bar cast member would you like to collaborate with to create a new song? Uh any of any of the Barcast people, uh musicians? Hi. Uh, hello. <laughs> Flutter Flutter Priest, other than uh drums, do you play any other instruments? Rap plays instruments. But mayonnaise is also an instrument, either. Rav plays instruments. I've been, Rav, I've been giving. Rav, Rav G, you, Rav G, you play instruments. He might. Uh oh, uh -oh. he had too much to drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Flutter, please. Do you play anything else other than drums? Yeah, I've, I've got some keys, and and I've been working on guitar and bass. Well, that's good. Keys. You should ask about his Wonderwall one. Wow, fucking stop. Um, wow, wow. Do you want to get banned from this podcast? Not like anyone in chat sings at all either. That's fine. Well, <laughs> anybody who mentions Wonderwall, it's a death sentence to music. So anyway, sure. here's Wonderwall. TJ, you gotta be today. <laughs> We're just gonna <laughs> mosey right along. That wasn't an answer. We didn't get an answer. What what answer? Which which, which which bar cast member would you collaborate with? <laughs> I would, on, honestly, I would collab with Flutter Priest. Yay! Since, since I know him the it. most. 
I would yeah. note I would definitely collab with him the most because he's well known. So just oh. for that, I'm I'm gonna make a drum cover of Blood and Thunder and dedicate it to you. I'm gonna do it. Hell yeah, do it! Also, I love your uh, I love your drum set, Tama, all the way. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Number seven, set five. One of those numbers. Which planet would you travel to to get out of the house? And once there, what would you like to do or see on that planet? This does not include Earth. Let's assume they have the proper equipment to survive on that planet. I like to travel to... Um, I like to travel to Jupiter... Because there's like a lot of stuff that can be done in Jupiter, and I love to see what new life is on Jupiter and actually start a start a home or a business and be in the middle of fucking nowhere. I actually want to live in Jupiter. Not gonna lie. Fair enough. That'd be awesome. Hell Number yeah. six. Where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years, both personally and professionally? Professionally, I am. You know. At, at some point in time, you know, the Brony music is going to have to, you know, take a hold at some point because I'm in a uh, Baltimore band called Flying Jacob. We are writing music right now, but we're trying to push ourselves. That's why I'm trying to put the band out onto the Brony fandom to say, hey, I'm still, I'm still going to be a part of the fandom, but I'm going to probably be doing less music. The history will be right there, but I'm just going to be doing Flying Jacob and I'll still give nods to the Brony fandom. I'll still give shout outs to the Brony fandom and I'll still post ponies as well but three to five years from now i definitely want to be in a working band especially flying jacob and being an audio engineer for magfest or for um or for uh, a, a contracting company for audio audio engineering for like events and stuff like live sound or whatever fuck yeah fuck yeah it's it's a tough road like it's it's genuinely a tough fucking road. Like I was considering, like I know I considered going to college for like music and shit like that, but I don't know. Just the idea of professional music is so fucking scary that I, I had yeah. nothing but endless dedication and admiration for someone who's going to pursue that that road. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Next question: What do you believe the future holds for the MLP fandom-based music? Oh, the MLP fandom-based music, it is definitely not going anywhere. We're seeing too many musicians post stuff now. And especially with new uh, music festivals going on right now, like Brony Bash Online, Burning Mare. You guys got to check out Burning Mare. Burning Mare has like a lot of new musicians coming into the fandom now. And, and definitely uh, Burning Mare is definitely leading the charge in new musicians, keeping the spark alive. Um, definitely the Brony musician scene's not going to die because there are new musicians coming in, old musicians coming back and musicians going out. It's like a cycle, basically. That's what's keeping this fandom alive so far is the music and the music community because they know how to put out good stuff for the fandom and keep it relevant again. You know, that's, that's the thing though, is like, you know, especially Living Tombstone, you know, who don't make Brony music anymore. He makes like generalized music. He still gives nods to the Brony fandom, but it's, more of you know it, it's more of creativity like spark like creativity spurts basically yeah creativity spurts sounds like what artists call their jizz yeah so take yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move on 
number eight, out of everything you've done in your life, what are you most proud of that's not related to My Little Ponies? I think the proudest moment I've done for my life so far is when I got to our band Flying Jacob opened up for Dollskin, which is like the most well-known band. And that was, you know, that was pretty huge because they're like very well-known around the Arizona area and uh, definitely came up to Harrisburg. That was probably like the biggest show I played at so far. That was like literally one third of the crowd I had for BronyCon. And that was pretty cool with Flying Jacob. It definitely, we played a lot of music and I definitely had a lot of non-MLP fans come up to our stuff. And uh, it was pretty cool. The band, you know, played an awesome show at Harrisburg. And that was actually our last show before, you know, the crazy stuff happening. And uh, it was pretty cool. Dollskin was nice to us. And uh, and Dollskin was actually really nice really nice to me because you know they had they they were like dude you were an awesome drummer congratulations man i'm like oh thank you so uh you know it i gotta say flying the proudest proudest thing i've done is the flying jacob shows which are not mlp which i can try and expand and grow the audience saying hey i'm in the mlp fandom but i also do this as well with flying jacob and they have been really great so far to me and they i consider them my my fab. Hell yeah, man. I I know how it is. Just when you got a band, you're like brothers. And it's so it's so good. Or sisters. If, well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Number five. What games, movies, TV shows, or fan fictions or books would you personally recommend to people to help pass the time? Uh, to help pass the time, the one movies I'm actually going back to watching over and over again is Back to the Future. I absolutely, oh, that Back to the Future is like one of my all time favorite movies, and Indiana Jones as well. I really love Indiana Jones as well. I uh, like. I think my favorite all time movie from them is The Last Crusade. That was a fantastic and fun movie, and I had a fun time watching it because this was like 1940s. Germany and trying to find the Holy Grail and it was like it was so good. Um other movies I watched <laughs> you're going to you're going to you're going to laugh at me at this. I actually really enjoy watching Adam Sandler comedies except oh, for Lord. Jack except for Jack and Jill. That that was a that was garbage. Oh God, Are yes. you a child of the 90s or just a child? I was born in 90- We're not supposed to ask <laughs> I was just like, oh man, I don't want to know your exact age. I forgot to mention that in the briefing. My bad. It's but, okay. Oh man. It's good. It's good. Oh it's man. Good. It's, good. Oh, it's, good. it's good. It's good. I only said nine. Nope, nope, nope. Brief. Nope. Also, I'm moving right along. Oh, sorry. Jack of a Few Trades is up next. What is your favorite time signature? Uh, My favorite time signature has to be 7 8. I love playing 7-8. Priest Taka! Taka! Sorry, I was dealing with things. Christ. Number 10, would you please share the Wi-Fi password? What? Why? What's the Wi-Fi password? Uh, it's 1, 2, 3, eat my ass. Yay! because i recognized that picture and i referenced it to a star wars robot chicken reference i love it yay jack of a few uh fucking christ 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 
What do you consider your best work? Well, we kind of covered that. So the next question is, during sex, do you start performing blast beats on your partner's chest? Um, well, if I, if I, honestly, I would play car palm. I would play car bomb on, on boobs. Why boobs and not out? You know, blast beats, I would definitely start going really like hardcore new metal on, uh, on, uh, on the partner's chest. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would start going new metal. You just go like down with the sickness drum fill opening. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, would totally, I would totally do that. She just looks at you like, what are you doing? It's about making the nipples hard. God damn it, we're back to we nipples. We brought it all the way back! We're back to nipples. <laughs> uh, next question, do you is gay? Um... I mean, I'm gay for Brayburn, but... <clears throat> Fair enough. <laughs> Next set of question is from my man, number one. My man! <laughs> if each of the main six was a drum beat, which would each mare be? Uh, Fluttershy would be the, uh, like, the ghost notes. Applejack would be the, uh, the rim clicks. Rarity would be the the jazz the jazz riff. Uh, Pinkie Pie would be the uh, the Ramones beat, like don 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 don. And uh, Twilight Sparkle would be the 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 symphony drums, like the ones where you know you just have the symphony and have no drums, but you add drums in there. So we got Rainbow Dash would be pretty much. Would pretty much be the yeah! like the the um the very uh, what is it like uh oh god deaf leopard basically the deaf leopard beat of rainbow dash um god. that's what I would think the drum beat would be for all the main sects so all right <laughs> next first question uh, well second. First of the second question is, what is your favorite drum? Well, there's so many other drums, but I think personally my favorite drum has to be, uh, I think I said this again, but I think it's, I, I love Tama. Tama is, has literally been my go-to drums ever since, you know, Neil Peart came into my life and especially, uh, especially owning a Tama drum set, which I had for eight years going on nine and, it's pretty cool. Oh um, yeah, I like the drum set so much. It's a it's a Tama Silver Star Albert shell with a, a spark with this with the red sparkle. That's the one I brought to BronyCon for 2019. That was like the Superman kit. Uh, yes. And recently, last year, I got a snare drum called the Melly Master Mike Portnoy snare drum. It's like a 12 inch steel snare drum. With like three attachments, it's got it's got the tight, it's got the loose, and it's got the um, no snares at all. It's like a three adjustable um, contraption. So the tight, the loose, and the none of all. I mean that I also consider those my options for in bed. What are we talking about? Good job. 
Number two B is would you fuck Tama drums? I would definitely fuck Tama drums any day. Screw uh, screw DW because they are they are poo poo heads and they don't know how to make real quality good drum sounds. Well, they have really good quality drum sounds, but I'm saying like Tama is always good because I'm always looking for that attack. Tama so. is always consistent. Consistent. Like, yeah. I love their I love their woodwork as well. Their woodwork in Japan, Osaka, Japan, is really good. Oh my god, it is the Rubinga sound. It's not fair. Yeah, their Star Classics are actually really good, and I really want to get one of them. Yes, I can't wait to record some shit for you. You're just making me excited. Okay, moving on. <laughs> number number three on a scale of OP to Yo Mama, how gay are you? Um, I'm. On a scale of OP to your mama, how gay are you? I mean, I'm kind of OP, but I'm not really gay. I love some of that um, kind of straight, to be honest. Wow. I bet you kiss girls. I do. Good. Wow. Number four, if you could perform post-mortem at your own funeral, what would you play? I would play... I would play... uh, Oh God! If you could per- perform postmodern at your own funeral, what would you play? Honestly, if I would die, I would play "The Spirit Carries On." Oh my! Oh my God! I love you! Oh my God! Spirit Carries On, man. Definitely, I'm playing that because that that gets me up in a tear fast every time when I play it. Because I recently lost somebody to the virus and definitely when i when i played that at babscon that was like i couldn't stop i couldn't stop crying it was too good and it was it was sad you know yeah hero is gonna make a joke about how pretty is just gaining like drum husbandos every week at this point and instead you got real and now i feel like a jackass this carries on is such a fucking good song just it really is that's all of metropolis part two scenes from the memory is so fucking good it really is good it's definitely good especially dance of eternity that's like one i played a million times and i know every drum part fucking really i've never like attempted that endeavor it's have you flutter priest have you ever attended one of my concerts that's like well i haven't played it yet ever since uh babs con 2020 but uh 20 you know uh, that's kind online 2020 but that's like one song i actually played no burning mare is the one i played at okay i haven't had the chance to see any of the ones from this year but my god you got it oh my god it's such it's that's so tech that's such a technical song it's so good oh yeah next song number five or next song my god wow when did you know that you were a drummer? Uh, I was a drummer when, um, well, actually, before I was a drummer, when I was a kid, like when I was like two years old, I had a Fisher Price drum kit and I just banged on it. And then I think seven or eight years later, I saw I saw a show. I think it was Ru- uh, when I saw Rush back in the day. Like, I think it was like. A little while back, like like before the fandom, like very back early, early, I was like, you know what? I want to pick up a drum. I want to pick up a pair of drumsticks. I want to play the drums. 
And then when I started playing, uh, I wanted to play the drums so bad. So I started off with like a snare drum in like Catholic school. And then, uh, and then I got my very own drum set and then I got lessons and I knew I was a drummer back in like 2007, I believe. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Number six, any tips for aspiring drummers or musicians? I know I've, I've started, uh, one person who, you know, who really inspired me to play drums, but honestly if you want to pick up the any aspire any any tips i would make is like just have fun you know and, and and you know just play songs that are easy and especially definitely start out with the beatles that's like very easy stuff and definitely work on it for a year definitely get lessons um if you ever have the time or willing to do it or if you're like self-taught definitely self-teach yourself there's a ton of books you can get um there's one book that i started out with it's by joel rothman it's uh the uh the reading basic rhythm and it has like a cover of a baby it's like so easy even a baby can do it it's basically like basic rhythm and and if you're like reading music you know just working on stick stick technique and uh reading reading quarter notes eighth notes and just just starting out from square one and then slowly moving up and it takes time it takes a lot of practice um every musician who starts out has a goal my goal and i'm almost there um is practicing 10 is is 10 you know practicing for you know 10,000 hours and if you complete 10,000 hours you are a experienced musician yeah so it's about an hour a day so Next set of questions are from Sausage Equin. Number one, if you have the ability to teleport, how would you feasibly do it like Twilight Sparkle does? If if I were to uh, teleport, I would definitely teleport to... I would do it like what Twilight Sparkle does when she uh, goes out into like the valleys or something. Or even that, you know, use teleport if I have something to be there importantly but i would if my my oc would probably use teleporting for like holding a drumstick or you know doing other physical capable things and i you know and travel somewhere like somewhere short or medium distance so oh yeah now let's say you have a teleportation power and you're gonna pull off a sweet heist what was the one thing you would steal with it? I would definitely steal. And um, before the R forty drum set. Uh, you know, I would actually steal some uh, cymbals and drums with my with my magic powers and take it back and put it in a vault so nobody can steal it. Yes. Yes. All right, we're gonna go to questions from Jammer. What's it like to make videos? Uh, any tips, tricks, or things you wish you knew when you first started making drum videos? Uh, when I first made drum videos, it was Windows Movie Maker, I believe. Wow. And Windows Movie Maker was kind of like my introduction. Way before the fandom, I started making like... And it all started out with like just one camera. 
and I made a drum cover called The Body Electric by Rush. And that was like, that was when I had long hair and shit. And it was like all around. Now I just have a fucking fade today. But um, tips and tricks. So if you're going to do like any videos, I would start out doing something funny or something like memeing or something. And then if you do it like PMVs, actually, I used to be a PMV artist. What I usually do is I take show clips and I try to lip sync them and I try to research the show clips. That was like early season one through five when I actually looked at show clips and actually try to make them relevant to the song and lip sync them. And and if you want to upgrade like me, like Sony Vegas or After Effects, definitely do that but i would just start out doing some simple stuff like uh windows movie maker if you're doing like drum covers or something so that's just on my mind but hell yeah number two if you're given 33 drinks of your choice every week would you give ma larson a place to stay at or near your home i despise ma larson needs to go away no i'm just kidding uh (laughs) (laughs) how do you burn Uh, yourself in this fandom I don't know. Eh, everybody hates me anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, you know, if if I was given thirty three drinks of my choice, I would definitely take M. A. Larson up to Sierra Nevada up at North Carolina, and definitely take all my thirty three drinks and sit down and have a chat with them, like like what all podcasters do, and talk about his book movies and uh you know life after the brony fandom and i would definitely sit down in a brewery and actually talk about you know life stuff ponies events you know all all the other stuff so i would definitely take ma larson up to sierra nevada brewery up in north carolina so hell yeah and then next we have are you aware of the oc in the fandom thing at pony what? Or, or at very least, are you aware of John Carpenter's The Thing? Oh, John Carpenter's Thing? Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. I got this. Person. Damn it, I said I got this. Oh. And I didn't anyway, so it's fine. Here, I like this one better. Look at the bedroom eyes. Now oh. then. Thing Pony. As far as this OC, would you hug them, kiss them, tell them every little thing is going to be all right? Would you fuck the shit out of Thing Pony? Uh, if it was my girlfriend, then yeah, I would hug it and kiss it and all that. <laughs> oh my god. Actually... <laughs> Oh man! You can look at the thing. It's sitting there, staring at you behind the counter. Like, look at those eyes. Would you do it? Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, I would. I would. All right. I would definitely do that. Now then, it's time. It's time to get weird. We've got some weirder. Weirder. A (gasps) non-pencil has put in. (laughs) questions. Pencil, would you like to take your own questions? Um, yeah, but technically they're not my questions. I'm just reposting them from a fan favorite, so I get to do the jingle, right? Yes. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Byline! 
All right. Now, Vylon is a chat member who sometimes posts nice questions like, how are you doing today? But sometimes she posts distressing, disturbing, a burp, and confusing questions. So we're going to ask you some of these. Are you ready? Are you prepared for something that's not okay? I am ready for stuff that is not okay, yes. All right, here we go. You are on a bus, and the seat next to you is free. A 9 out of 10 hot girl wearing a miniskirt steps in and sits down next to you. Her arm gently rubs against your shoulder as the bus drives on the bumpy road. She notices you getting uncomfortable and looks into your eyes. She smiles. She lays her hand upon you. Lay her, she lays her hands on her thighs, still smiling, but looking forward. Her miniskirt slips up slowly. You try not to get a boner. She gets a boner. Will you tap that or will you drop that? I'll definitely tap that. Yay! Yay, penises. <laughs> Next question. You are a pedophile. And a blind little filly Pegasus approaches you and looks up at you with hope in her eyes. Please, I just want to feel useful for once. Please, fuck my eye sockets. These eyes don't do, do me any good. And they could give you so much pleasure. Even though it would hurt, I just want to feel useful just this once. And once my eyes are gone, you still have the empty sockets. The empty eye sockets will always be here for you to fuck. And I'll always cry for you so you can slide in easily. And I'll shut my eyelids real tight around your cock just the way you like. Please, for me. Will you fuck her eyes or will you crush her feelings? I'm going to crush her feelings. No, no eye socket fucking? No. Oh, what a disappointment. Sorry. Yeah, it'll be okay. She'll she'll live, you know. Blind, but she'll live. <laughs> Next question. You're finally in bed with the mayor of your dreams, Fluttershy. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's why I chose this one. You are, wor you are worshiping you are worshiping her by your head to her crotch when you fish out a chunk of carrot with your tongue. She does taste like salad, and the idea turns you on, so you happily eat it. But then you fish out another piece of lettuce and a slice of tomato food that she literally has salad inside her. You stop and mask her at it. Her giggles are heaven cheers. Oh, um, sorry. The last stallion was drunk and threw up in there, she says. Are you happy to clean your waifu out, or will you add to the mix? I will definitely clean your waifu. You're going to eat the, the pony vomit out of your waifu's vag. I'll do it for Fluttershy any day. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, last but not least, file on, I miss you. <laughs> that's all. And in pencil, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Now then, the next set of questions come from Rav. Rav, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Do you want to ask your own questions? Sure, why not? Yeah, because Enigma Enigma has his niece with him, and I don't think some of these questions are niece friendly. Now. <laughs> right, right. Not safe for niece. <laughs> Not safe for Enigmita. <laughs> oh my god! All right, first question: How many ponies have you field dressed? How many ponies did I field dressed? Oh, that's a hard one. I don't recall doing that. 
Oh God! Are we sure? Do we need to bring out the blackmail pictures? What I'm, the fuck? This I is mean, getting weird. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very uncertain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If ponies wore shoes, how would their souls be? Souls spelled like S-O-U-L-S, souls. It's a pun! Okay, their souls, if they, they had big shoes, like their hooves would just be like like dog shoes, basically. And it would just okay. be like very small dog shoes. Like, you know, the little puppies that have, you know, the little cute shoes. The imagine the fair, but aren't you? Admit it, you're thinking of Airbud. Yeah, Airbud. <laughs> yeah, Airbud. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, an Airbud pony. I, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. Ah, but don't you want the Airbud? I do not. Come along with it. Yeah. I don't. I don't want this. Airbud is like my favorite basketball dog. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. If ponies have four shoes, does that mean they have four souls? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just needed to clarify that. Okay. How would you feel if a drummer pony showed you up with a quad kick drum blast beat? I would not, and I would say, marry me and I'll come on you. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear a priest in the background just, like, nodding approvingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm into this. Uh, you would be. <laughs> How would you feel about the same pony doing the same technique on your balls? What the fuck? <laughs> this took a turn. Same technique on your balls. I mean, I mean, if if they're playing Slipknot beats, like, if if, if they're playing Slipknot, like, on the penis, it would just be like, conk, conk, oh, my balls hurt! <laughs> I, would love, I would love to have that slip, slip not Joey Jordanson beat on my dick, so. <laughs> Can I quote you on that? That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Ab- absolutely. Please do. That's you can, you can say the song for your sex life would be Dead Memories. Oh no. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> Did you lose track of where you were because it was so awesome? No, no, I was I was trying to think of a good pun and it escaped me because I haven't lifted this slip not a while. <laughs> Alright. Well, speaking of pain, Caltrops or Legos, which would you prefer to step on? I'd rather step on Legos, honestly, so I can feel the pain and anguish of my agony. <laughs> plus, plus, if I step on Toy Story Legos, that would actually make me much more painful and happy. Why? All right, this is a reference I don't get. I'm gonna have to watch it now. Somebody poison the water hole, which is my feet, which I mm. like. All sweet and mother of Jesus. Oh my <laughs> lord! <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Given that you defile scotch with soft drinks, would it be unreasonable to let Princess Cadence cup her husband with you? Keep in mind that you are not going to get off at all and will have a case of blue ball worthy of the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh. Would it be unreasonable? Uh, I w- <laughs> Scotch with a soft drink. Cup her husband with you. Oh jeez, this is a this is oh oh this is a hard one. Damn, I mean Princess Caden's sexy, but holy shit! Oh um, no, priest, contain your boner. I, what the fuck? He said he said Caden's. I know, it's an objective fact. It is not, dude. Caden's K- is like the best mom. Not gonna lie, bro. Yes, she's the best milf. You're forgetting. Damn it! I'm forgetting names all day. I don't know. Shining armor is kind of weird. Yeah, not gonna lie. He's a weird motherfucker. Corn dogs. He's a nerdy jock. There's corn dogs. (laughs) Serves me right. Uh, Why do I sound like Mudbriar? What the? No, I'm trying to sound like goddamn Shining Armor. You want to get sounding like Mudbrayer, don't you? Are you are you serious? I actually do sound like Mudbrayer. Okay. Okay. Good job. (laughs) Hello, everybody. It's so great that I'm here on the barcast because technically we already met. Good. Good job. Oh, you make me want to strangle you. Now the fandom (laughs) hates me because that's like the most hated character on My Little Pony. So that makes me double hated. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but that's okay. Li- you know what? I like you. We only have yeah, priest fucking loves you. Please don't Hell steal yeah. him from me. I'll have to cut you. <laughs> Brian Fiction is up next. Alright, I got a small list of questions for you. Number one, what is your favorite song from this show and song from the fandom? We kind of covered that. We already did that. Uh, yeah, already did. The fandom. uh from the fandom itself? Oh god. I think my favorite song. Or my my favorite song from the fandom has to be uh, um, Beyond Her Garden, uh, Discord, uh, Luna, Batty. What else? Uh, I like Little Dreams from Violet Pony. She's amazing. Uh, And then uh, what else? I like uh, Forever Free Bronies, Pink Side of the Moon album. And I like uh, A Thousand Miles. That, That one's a really good one. Um, other than that, those are like my fandom favorites. Hell yeah. Uh, who's your favorite non-pony from the show? My favorite non-pony has to be, uh, uh, who's that one dragon character? Uh, Steven Magnet. Ember? Ember. Yeah, I like Ember. Enigma, My this, man! Enigma, this was your chance to, like, shill for your scaly waifu, and you went with Steven Magnet. Like, what's well, wrong with you? Well, I, well, I, I, because you guys shit talk Ember so much, I don't expect people to say Ember automatically, all right? Good, we've, we've destroyed his self-esteem, guys. Once again, let's continue. I love destroying self-esteem. Next question. What is your opinion of changelings? Ooh, my opinion on changelings. Uh, we stand uh, Thorax. Uh, Thorax is king. Yes, queen! Oh, God. What I love that? Thorax. He he reminds me of 
he reminds me of my best friend that I never had, and he's so goddamn fucking cute. I love Thorax, man. I love it. Before or after he turned into a gay moose? Before. <laughs> wow. Before, before he turned into a gay moose. I, I like Thorax. Next question. What is your opinion of Spike? Spike is... Man, he, he's been treated like shit in the show. I'm actually really bad that he became such a hero for the Crystal Empire, and I, you know what? Spike is Spike is cool. I like him. He's actually really helpful and supportive. He's like a gopher to the main six. So I I, I like Spike. Get out. Friendship with Drummer Shy ended. <laughs> I'll get the cat of nine tails made from a cat nine cable. Oh, Next question, to. Brian Fiction asks, what's your opinion of the bar cast? It sucks! Goodbye! Oh. Fuck. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's been like a year since someone's done that. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Thanks for the memories, man. <laughs> Not a problem. Next question is, what is your opinion of snake ponies? Snake ponies? <laughs> Oh, wait, I want to go back to the other question. Uh, the broadcast is pretty cool. You know, you guys and gals and non-binary pals are pretty amazing. And I, I love what all of you do. So oh, You're so sweet. Why? <laughs> Our like, skin is burning. Stop. I mean, it's such a huge honor getting on the broadcast. And that was so unexpected. Flutter Priest. You are a god, thank you. And and I've been watching all the podcasts from from you from you folks and and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm and literally my first thought of the barcast is like, yeah, I'm not gonna get invited. I'm I'm not horse famous enough to be on there. And literally out of surprise, Flutter Priest invites me on. I'm like, this is amazing. I I don't really find horse fame to be like this generalized thing at some stupid mm-hmm meme and dusty cat has explained this on his show uh, or some other shows but it forced me this stupid so hell yeah and, um, and honestly like i i, I want to take a moment to like thank you because like i i think a lot of in a lot of ways the music and the fandom while it was heavily represented in the early days of the fandom like thanks to equestria daily and stuff like that it's it doesn't get as much love as it should now, especially the way that the musicians have grown as people and grown in talent. Like, I I think it's really important that we we nourish the music part of the fandom right now. And and yeah. hell, like between you and Prince, like I I honestly feel inspired to try and dip my toe into it myself, and Aww. like share share the share what I've been doing on the side and trying to be like quiet about for years and. Priest. Which would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Priest, oh. I'm, Priest, I'm so impressed. It's it's amazing to me that you can enunciate that well with his dick in your mouth. <laughs> can you well, taste it? <laughs> Final question is would you recommend watching MLP to those who don't? I I would totally recommend watching it, especially if you're like confused on the outside um because you know my little pony once again gets bashed by mainstream media and it's so not fair 
to those who have, you know, really loved it and use it as their isolation from, you know, politics and everything. And I, I feel like the show has really helped a lot of people cope with, you know, anxiety or, you know, depression or social, you know, you know, social weirdness and it makes them more extroverted um and i i feel like definitely the public should really get my little pony a chance it's not it's it, the idea of it's not just about a little girl show it's about the message behind it it's the overall message upon it and you know the fan base as well and that's what that's what the general public or mainstream don't understand is like they they need to look at it from a broader perspective about the people that make it possible and make it fun and make it something you want to go back to. So definitely I would say give the, give the show a chance and uh, definitely rethink what you say. So. Oh yeah. Well, my friend, we've reached the end of the questions. The last thing to do is to roll out the red carpet for you. My friend, if someone would like to a, check out your music or B get in contact with you network and want to work with you as a musician. What's the best way to get in contact? Where can we see your stuff? What tell us, tell us those things. Well, right now uh, I just put up a domain and website. If you go to drummershy.com, it's got information. It's got my bio. It's got music, everything. It also has a contact me list as well. But if you want to reach me um, anywhere out here, I'm going to post the link right now on on this website right now. If you guys check out drummershy.com, it's got everything from social media, from Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. If you ever want to get, if you guys ever have a Twitter, it's at underscore drummershy underscore, and you can always feel free to DM me. And also I'm on discord as well. Um, and I also got, you know, stuff on there as well, as well as music. Also opened up a teespring. If you guys want to check out some stuff, but uh, drummershy.com is definitely the place you want to, contact me through there because my email is literally right there and you can just press con contact me so hell yeah all right my friend well without further ado thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule <laughs> time like time signatures like music oh time out of your busy schedule to talk with us today yes thank you of course be sure to join us next week as we have a very special cast that we're doing at a convention. More details to come out on slash on, on our fan fiction group. But until next week, this has been the Barcast. And the top donator this week was Hat Vandemuth. Yay! Yay, Hat Vandemuth! Oh god, Milk, I think I'm getting echo from you. Milk, are you okay? I'm sorry, read us out. Thank your bartenders have been a non-pencil. Uh, Nigmatic Otaku. Not a single rim shot. I am disappointed. Lamb and Warfer. Lamb, are you killed? Milk. Re. Ravage. You're sleeping with Priest tonight. And our amazing guest, Drummer Shy. Rim shot, ding, 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 ding. And I'm, anyway, here's Wonderwall. No, fuck, no, I fucking, stop it, no, no, cut it, 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 cut